0: My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football a Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us, whether you're watching us on texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. <laughs> I'm sitting here, sitting over there with things legitimately just <laughs> falling on her. As the studio falls apart, she's a dutch to the door. She's Ashley Pickle. That was great. So, so okay. So you see uh, – go to your shot. So you see the little foam things around her? Yeah. Like, there, there are also some above oops. the Texas Football Today <laughs> sign, and I got to watch in in what felt like slow motion as it tumbled down towards Pickle and hit her in the back of the head, and she goes, oh!
2: Well, I'm just really glad it was that and not – I mean, this thing is – that's like solid hard plastic. Like that would have, that would have hurt. That would
0: have hurt. That one, that one more <laughs> scared you. Yeah. Than, than
2: that one was just I kind of felt something like on my neck and was like, what's Yucks. going on? Today oh, no. is Wednesday,
0: October seventh, twenty twenty. Fifty days till Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand forty three. One thousand forty three. The Nick Tepish episode. One of four players in MLB history whose last name starts with T E P.
2: Well, isn't that a fun fact? <laughs> uh
0: Frank Tepidino, hmm Ryan Tapera, Nick Tepish, and Joe Tepsick. That's it. No peppers, wow. no nothing like that. So
2: I don't think there's been a pickle either, so
0: Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I could Well be now <laughs> you There's not been a pickle. Yeah. There are no pickles. Although does anybody have that as a nickname? Baseball Probably. reference is great. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> oh, whoa.
2: What?
0: Catcher for Phil Chicago Cleve the Cubs, the f- I guess we'll probably be the Athletics oh, my. and Philadelphia Phillies <laughs> and the St. Louis Cardinals from 1917 to 1921. Catcher Pickles Dillhofer.
2: Wow. Like his first name was Pickles?
0: No. His name was William Martin Dillhofer, but of course...
2: Pickles Dill, yeah. He
0: went by Pickles.
2: I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many people like want to add the S to the end of my name, and I'm like, no, mm. just a singular pickle.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. So he died when he was 28. Oh, oh my well. gosh. And Ooh. Well, That early. took
2: a really dark turn. That did take a dark turn. Thanks.
0: Anyway, welcome to the show. A <laughs> lot to get to. We're going to talk about some news and notes, uh, specifically one large, one very prominent team that is going through a COVID outbreak. And we want to talk about the ramifications of that because I think it's something we all need to wrap our heads around. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to hear from our intrepid intern, Mallory Hartley, who caught up with uh, the head coach of the Mesquite Potete Pirates, Coach Rodney McLean, as part of our partnership with the North Texas Honda Dealers, uh, their helpful Honda Dealers uh, uh, promotion. And then back out of the show, it's this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. We would do first four through the door, but we're not going to today for reasons we're not going to tell you.
2: Because I don't want to.
0: All right. (laughs) Let's talk about something that's going on with one of the number one teams in Texas high school football right now, and that is Denton Ryan. Mm-hmm. So came down last night uh, at 5:52 p.m. Denton ISD put out a tweet that said that out of an abundance of caution, the Ryan their handle the Ryan football program is suspending all games and practices for the next 14 days. The suspension of activities will last from October 7th through October 21st, and will cover the Frisco Reedy uh, games and the Denton High games weeks so that means that they will not be playing this week against frisco reedy and they will not be playing next week against denton high okay that's the that's the 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 statement from denton from denton isd okay Uh, obviously this is big news because the number one team in 5a division one they've Mm -hmm. been playing very well from what we understand our sources are telling us that there are positive cases within the the uh the, the the uh the uh, Ryan program. Mm-hmm. In fact, I believe the Denton. Uh, yes, in fact, Denton Ryan, uh, Reese Waddell, and Steve Gamble at the Denton Record Chronicle confirmed that uh, two lab confirmed coronavirus cases within the football program. Acor- that's according to Denton ISD spokesman Julie Zuar. Okay, so that's one thing. We have a number one team in 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 our rankings that is going to be without going to be missing the next two games. Here's the complicating matter. The complicating factor is that. Reedy and Denton High are district games. Mm -hmm. These are games within District 5, 5A, Division 1. Okay. So now we have to figure out what we're doing with this. Right. Okay. We have to figure out what we're doing. Because these are
2: games that legitimately matter.
0: (laughs) They have huge implications. Okay. Huge implications. Because we have to figure out whether or not these are no contests, meaning the game just doesn't happen and nobody takes a win, nobody takes a loss, it's just a no contest. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a forfeit, which would mean that then uh, Denton-Ryan would be 0-2 in district play.
3: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: Camel uh, and uh, Waddell the Denton Record Chronicle call with uh, Dave Hennigan the head coach at Denton Ryan and his quote or he told them that uh, the games against Reedy and Denton will be considered no contests not forfeits and he added that the COVID-19 tiebreaker voted on by the district will likely come into play later this season okay so that's what Dave Hennigan says mm-hmm. let me tell you what our sources here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football are saying which are other coaches within the district at five five A Division One, and they are saying, "Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh."
2: Yeah, whole poll brains.
0: That's, that's not what the District Executive Committee rules say at all. In fact, the District Executive Committee rules say that these are forfeits. Mm. Okay. So we have these conflicting information. Okay, we don't know if it's going to be a forfeit. We don't know if it's going to be a no contest, and that really matters. And here's why: if Denton Ryan slips to the second place in that district, right, w- which that would be. Uh, right now, they, they, they will be underdogs to win the district. If they slip to second place, they would then, in the second round of the playoffs, say, the, play the champion of District 8. Mm-hmm. And that would be probably a team like College Station. Okay? First, second round of the playoffs. If they slip, let's just say they slip to third, which is a very real possibility with two district losses. If they slip to third in district, they will be playing the champion of District 7 in the, in in the second round of the playoffs. That could be Highland Park or Longview. Like, this has huge ramifications as to figuring out whether or not these are forfeits or no contests. And and I'm not saying this because I really want to pick on Denton Ryan. I'm saying this because this is going to happen in a lot of different districts. Like, this wave of of, uh, cancellations in districts are coming because games are moving into district play. Every game that gets canceled... So, of course, we'll keep you posted whenever we hear more on this situation with Denton Ryan in District 5, a Division 1. But keep your eyes open for all of these things because this is probably going to be the reality that we live in in 2020. All right, on the happier things. Uh, our intrepid in- I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Recruiting. It's This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers, the next-level athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpowerscout. Follow him next level athlete on Twitter at next level D1. Find his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends, our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Yeah. Chicken Express. When you want chicken and you don't want it slow, Chicken Express. That's not a, that's not that's a, not that's not a slogan. Volatile. I want to be very clear that's not in the copy points of the deal. <laughs>
2: but it should be.
0: But it should be because you get the chicken and you get it fast and it's delicious.
4: There's nothing more satisfying than putting the the chicken express tender in the roll and dunking it in the gravy. That's my one of my number one go-tos right there. That's the, one of the most satisfying meals in all of Texas for sure.
2: My guy.
0: One might call it a power move.
2: Oh, but um, sh- no,
4: I did not note I did not say biscuit. I said <laughs> roll. But the biscuits are great too. Hmm. My,
2: my guy. We we've,
0: we've, we've had our. <laughs> All right, let's get to our recruiting uh, uh, this week in recruiting. A lot to get to from across the state. We're going to start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise going to the Houston area. A guy who helped to, uh, I guess you could call it an upset, although I think we're pretty high on Bridgeland. Bridgeland quarterback Connor uh, Connor Weigman, uh, the 2022 quarterback, uh, they have a pair of big-time wins now over Shadow Creek and over Klein Kane, and he has thrown for 962 yards and 10 touchdowns in those first two games. Okay. Hello, Mr. Connor Weigman. This is a guy that is already on the radar of a lot of different teams, uh, but this is, uh, he just got bumped up to a four-star status in Dave Campbell's Texas football for the class of 2022. This kid, uh, if you don't know his name, and if you don't know his name, I'm sorry, if you don't know his name and you don't know his program yet, you're going to know both of them very, very soon.
4: I agree with that wholeheartedly. Bridgeland has a lot of talent. They're amassing a lot of talent on both sides of the football there. Uh, That 2022 cycle was another uh, cycle in the state of Texas that has a number of very quarterbacks. Of course, the number one quarterback right now in that class is five-star Quentin Ewers, who's at Southlake Carroll, committed to Texas. And Wegman now is the second quarterback in this cycle to earn four-star status or higher um, which puts him in good company, puts him right in line to possibly be that number two quarterback in the class fighting guys like Cade Clubnick, Braden Locke and Garrett Rangel. Josh Hoover's also playing really well at Rockwall Heath, uh, but Connor Wegman at Cypress Bridgeland is one of those guys who can kind of do it all. He's also a great baseball player. So there'll be a lot of colleges trying to get him possibly to play two sports in college. Um, but as a quarterback, he's a, he's a guy who can really run uh, when he wants to. That's one of the, That's one of his strengths that I think gets taken for granted. And he can move the pocket and throw outside the pocket really well. Kind of a Mr. Do-It-All quarterback position. And and you can tell now with two big wins under his belt that he's one of those guys who can step up and play in big games. And that's very important when evaluating quarterbacks.
0: You're 100% right. That's a guy who, who has now, you know, you talk about wins over, especially the Shadow Creek win. Klein Kane's on the come up as well. But those are two signature wins for for quarterbacks, and, and especially going up against a Shadow Creek defense, to be able to do that kind of work uh, was very impressive. So Connor Weigman uh, certainly a name to know there, the Bridgeland quarterback for the class of 2022. Let's move to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week is actually, and this is true, I got text messages from a buddy of mine who's an alumnus of this school who was like, this is good, right? And I'm like, yes, this is very good. Uh, We're talking about Austin LBJ 2021 safety, Andrew Makuba. He has committed to Clemson. Uh, He had offers from all over the place. Uh, Most notably, it seemed like in the running, he passed up Texas and LTU to go play for Clemson. My buddy, who is a Clemson alum, was fired up about this uh, and plenty of reason (laughs) for him to be excited.
4: Well, first off, Clemson always does a, a fantastic job of evaluation. Um, they, they go across the country and find guys who not only have a, a high talent level, they find guys who can fit into their program. And I think Makuba is one of those guys. He, he really brings it um, off the field and on the field. He's a two-way standout at Austin LBJ, but I think safety fits him best as he transitions to the next level. As a matter of fact, Running point on his recruitment was Brent Venables, who's been in the Texas area recruiting for a very long time now. He was at, you know, the defensive coordinator at the University of Oklahoma before he moved on to Clemson. So he has strong ties in the state of Texas, and that paid dividends in this recruitment as Makuba picked Clemson without even visiting the campus, um, wow. really, because of COVID. So he picked Clemson over Texas and LSU, two programs that he probably had – Chance to see much more up close and in person because they're closer to home. Um, So, really, a feather in in not only Clemson's cap, but Brent Venable's cap as well, as he was able to reel this one in from, I mean, you know, thousands, over a thousand miles away uh, to get him to come to Clemson to play in
3: the ACC.
0: Yeah, he is a guy, certainly to keep an eye on there, and, and Andrew Makuba, the latest in what could be a long line of outstanding playmakers in that uh, that Tigers secondary. We're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpowerscout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D All right, a <clears> lot <throat> to get to still with our underclassmen of the week. Underclassmen of the week, let's go up to Texoma land. Let's talk about Jadrian Price. Uh, the running back from Denison, the 2022 uh, running back, a guy who we've talked about on the show, a guy who should be on prospect uh, Hounds radar and has been really since he was like a freshman. I mean, this guy's been, it feels like he's in his like his 19th year of eligibility and he's only a junior, (laughs) but he picked up a big time offer this week. And this one is from Stanford. And the reason that this is a big one is not that Stanford's out there like, you know, like the, you know, in the top ten of the of the college football rankings right now, but this speaks to another strength for Jadrian Price, which is that he's got it going on upstairs.
4: Oh, a hundred percent. And and Stanford was uh, one of those schools that was high on his list before they offered, so he really understands the significance of a Stanford offer when it not only comes to football but academics. And I think this is going to be a true player in his recruitment. I I'm going to fall short of saying that he th- that the Cardinal are his favorite but they have vaulted towards the top of his list. Texas was one of his very early offers. He has offers from Baylor and Ohio State and Oklahoma State and USC and more offers than that even. You know, he's got a lot of offers to choose from. But I think that this is the type of student athlete that's going to look at what fits him best not only on the football field uh, but from an academic standpoint. And and I think Stanford is going to offer a package there that's going to be very tough to beat. Not only does Stanford bring it academically – Um, And you mentioned they're not in the top ten, but they do a really good job of sending players onto the NFL. Um, Mm. So they can recruit nationally, and they get these guys who are not only great football players, but they have it mentally upstairs, understand the game, and that helps them, I think, not only develop as players, but gives them a leg up when it comes to NFL draft time as these NFL executives are looking for guys who can not only play, but they're looking at guys who fit in with the locker room, and they're looking for guys who can also – uh, understand the playbook so Jadarian Price is one of those guys I've been calling him JD Price and it's also a bounce back year for him mm-hmm. last year he was suffering a little bit uh, from an ankle injury so he's 100 percent healthy this year and he fell down some rankings list and I look for him to take a rise back up he's a really talented running back and, and probably because of that ankle injury didn't deserve to fall as far as he did it if you'll remember at one time he was the number one player in the state of Texas by some of the recruiting services. So he's fell off a little bit from that, uh, but look for him to start to climb back up that rankings ladder as this year
0: unwinds. Well, and by the way, Stanford, it's worth mentioning, has a great history of putting out great running backs in this last decade. When you're talking about guys like Bryce Love, Christian McCaffrey, Tyler Gaffney, you know, Toby Gerhardt, Stephen Taylor. Like this is a, this is a, a program that I think when you're a running back, when you get a Stanford offer, that resonates. I think that, I think, you know, even though, look, yeah, as I mentioned, you know, look, Stanford is is not, probably not making the college football playoff this year. But at the same time, I think that that still resonates whenever you're talking about the the reputation that a program has for developing running backs. Uh, they have certainly had that and, and a system that rewards running backs who want to go there because they're going to get the ball. They're going to get a chance to show what they've got.
4: I agree 100%. They run a very pro-style offense. And when you look at quarterbacks, offensive linemen, and running backs, those guys love to go to Stanford because they know that they're going to basically be giving a job interview uh, the years that they're playing there. Tight ends, too. Gosh, we got to talk about, you know, they've got, had tons mm-hmm. of tight ends in, in that offense. So um, they're going to get be on a job interview basically all the years that they're playing within that offense because they're actually playing in an NFL-style offense there at Stanford.
0: It's J.D. Price, the running back from Denison. He is our underclassman of the week. Let's get to our recruit of the week. And our recruit of the week uh, had himself a week. And that is <laughs> Eastland 2021 quarterback Barron Morton. Barron Morton um, scored 10 touchdowns, uh, five passing, five rushing, uh, in their 91-71 to 71 win over Panhandle. Um, Barron Morton was banged up at the beginning of this year. Uh, was out was out of of the or at least was out of games at the beginning of this year. Uh, I think it is safe to say that the Texas Tech commit is back. Is
4: Tim good? Tim Ten that sounds good. that good. One game. Uh, Sorry. Right. What, what I was amazed by on this. What I was amazed by on the stat line. How did he have a forty-two point three yard punting average when they scored ninety-one <laughs> points? How did they punt the football at all? That and it couldn't have been one punt, right? No. Forty-two point three. So it was more than one punt. It's unbelievable uh, I mean, that, what he was that able that to do.
0: And 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 furthermore, you know, this is the thing. With with a guy like Baron Morton, like, you know, he, he missed a couple of games. They they lost a couple of they lost a couple of games there. But this is a guy who I think, you know, still it's still early days, right? He hasn't played as many games as as he would have liked so far. But it seems like he's taken the step forward in his development at least in the early go again, I want to see more data points from him, but the early returns as far as like taking that that jump from junior to senior year, they look like they're there with Baron Morton.
4: I agree a hundred percent, and it kind of jumped out on tape a little bit not only from this last weekend where he scored the ten touchdowns, but before he went down with an injury, he had a chance to play in a game and Um, What I noticed from watching those tapes is that he's playing with a much higher confidence level than what he even played with as a junior, and that really jumps out at me. He's not afraid to get outside the pocket. He has a very quick release. He's been known as one of these these quarterbacks who can pick defenses apart, but now he's developing a different sort of skill set where if he can see something opening up, he's not afraid to pull the ball down and run. Uh, he'll get outside the pocket and really press defenses and make plays happen. Uh, moxie, I guess, is, is a word to describe what I'm seeing out of Baron Morton on his early senior tape. And, and I agree with you. Much more data points to look at, but I feel justified that he's a DCPF four-star prospect, and I think he's going to remain there if not climb higher in the rankings based behind his senior year. And, of course, he was nominated for Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week honors following that performance, and I'd be shocked if he doesn't win. And I, I mean, things can happen, but man, what a performance by Texas Tech commit Baron Morton this week.
0: Yeah. It was an unbelievable performance. 10, 10 touchdowns for Baron Morton, the quarterback at Eastland. I uh, can't wait to see what he does for an encore. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. And of course, see us fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Powers, appreciate your time. We will do it again next week. I'll see you all then. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Greg Powers. Hold on. Let me point to him. Greg Powers, (laughs) next all-athlete, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.
2: Hey, guys. Okay, so we're feeling back a curtain here a little bit. Obviously, most of this show has been uh, pre-recorded. We were not able to get in an element that we needed to get in. So we are going to go back and redo it. So you heard Tepper start to say at the end of... Um, the first segment that our intern is actually making her TFT debut. Her name is Mallory Hartley, and she is helping us out with our North Texas Honda dealers, community appreciation awards. So we've been doing these presentations, surprising people in different communities with this award, this specific interview that we're about to show you that Mallory did was with Mosquite Mesquite, uh, Mesquite Potit and she is there with their head coach and their coach, a community member that will be getting surprised. So let's go ahead and watch Mallory talk about our North Texas Honda Dealers Community Appreciation Award with Mesquite Potete High School.
5: Dave Campbell's Texas Football has once again teamed up with the North Texas Honda Dealers this season to shine the light on influential leaders and individuals who are helpful in their local community. So often, their hard work and dedication to their teams, fans, and communities go unnoticed. So today, on behalf of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and the help from North Texas Honda dealers, we are proud to honor Mesquite Petite's high high school assistant football coach, Joe Uber, with the Community Helper Appreciation Award. And I'm also joined by uh, Petite's head coach, Rodney McLean and Petite's principal, Ms. Long. So we're gonna start this thing off, guys. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Coach McClain, you're up first. Uh, What does it mean to you um, that you're able to coach side-by-side with Coach Uber game after game and even during long practices?
6: Yeah, absolutely. Coach Uber's been doing this for a long time. And so to have him as my assistant head football coach, there's a lot of knowledge that I look to him, you know, and just guidance, um, whether it's managerial, organizational, Um, Or even you know, obviously the the on-field aspect of it But what I would like to say and we'll kind of get into this is his heart for kids exceeds any heart that I've been around Uh, everything he does is geared around serving our kids and And he would be the first to tell you. Oh my goodness. No, please do not give me and I do not want any recognition at all Um, but it is an absolute joy and I tell my wife all the time how blessed I am to have a guy like him uh, as my kind of right hand man.
5: I love that. And, uh, Coach, we're going to go over to you. Um, what does it mean for you to be able to coach your guys season after season and to be a part of this wonderful community?
3: Well, uh, I'm actually a, a product mesquite ISD myself, and uh, kind of a, a foundation principle here, at mesquite is community and service. Uh, so, you know, just to carry those principles forward and to uh, continue those principles and, uh, you know, embed those into the next generation of mosquitoes ISD uh, graduates is uh, important.
5: Awesome. Well, we're not done giving out surprises just yet. Um, I'm going to admit one other person into this Zoom call. So let me do that really quick. And he's got one more surprise for you. Guys, this is Devin joining us from North Texas Honda Dealers. And Devin, I think you have another surprise up your sleeve for Coach Huber today.
1: I do, I do. Hello, Coach Huber. How are you? Good morning. All right. Well, uh, as they mentioned, I'm a helpful Honda guy. And Coach Rodney McLean told us how much you do for petite football and all the time and effort that you put into the local community too. So the North Texas Honda dealers would like to present you with the Community Helper Appreciation Award. Um, and that only goes to a sled group of coaches, and you're one of those. So thank you so much for all you're doing. We'll actually hand deliver it to you here in a couple weeks when you guys play, uh, sorry, Jefferson. And uh, but we just want to say thank you now. And uh, you're, you're amazing, and thank you for all you're doing.
3: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
1: You're so welcome. And there's there's one more thing before I go. We do have a special gift for you. We also heard about the father-son camping trip. So we also got you a Bass Pro gift card. Hopefully that comes across right in the screen. It might be backwards. I'm sorry. I'll fix that next time. But we got you a Bass Pro gift card so you can get the gear you need for when you go camping. So we wanted to give that to you as well. My youngest son will
3: uh, appreciate that very much.
1: Oh, awesome, awesome. Well, that's it for me, you guys. Just wanted to drop in and say thank you and let you know about the award, and we appreciate for all you're doing for the community, and you guys have a wonderful day. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it greatly. Absolutely, you guys. Thanks so much. Take care, you all. Yes, sir.
5: Hi. He's going to hop on out, and we will continue with our interview. So, uh, Coach Uber, we're going to start off with you. So tell me, what does it mean to you to be named as the 2020 Community Helper Award for North Texas Honda?
3: Well, it, it, uh, it means a lot. It truly does. To be recognized uh, not only by my peers, but uh, Coach Gross, who I worked side-by-side side for several years. Uh, uh, you know, Miss Long, who's been in the district in uh, administrative roles. But uh, just, it means a lot to be recognized by uh, uh, peers and uh, people who I respect uh, in this district uh, to acknowledge the efforts that I, I do on a daily basis for our uh, students here in MISD.
5: Absolutely. Coach McLean, we're gonna go over to you. Um, what kind of impact does Coach Uber receiving this award have on your program?
6: Yeah I think uh, one of the biggest things is it, it reaffirms um kind of who we are and you know coach uber even mentioned a little bit ago just one of the foundations of our program and and really our school because we're just an extension of the boutique community but it's it's servanthood and it's servant leadership and our goal is yes of course we want to win games we're as competitive as the next or more but more than that when these kids graduate and go off and kind of start their own lives we want them to have Stuff in their back pocket that they can use as citizens in their society, and, and hopefully, a lot of that is servant leadership.
5: Absolutely, and that's that's so important, uh, Coach Ober. We're going to end this thing with you. Do you have any final words or or thoughts that you'd like to say to North Texas Honda dealers?
3: Well, first off, thank you uh, once again. But uh, you know, as coaches and educators, we're raising the the future generation, and uh, it's up to us to be examples. Uh, and and shed them uh, shed some light some positive light Uh, you know we're living in uh, uh, unusual times right now and we just need to be a a light of positivity in their lives
5: absolutely I couldn't agree more well guys that concludes our meeting for today Um, thank you so much for being here again I know it times are kind of tough right now but I really do appreciate you guys joining me here today and again congratulations coach uber and mesquite petite high school on your award and thank you for being helpful in your local community guys thank you so much
6: thank, thank you much. appreciate it
5: and there it is
2: so thank you to mallory hartley our dave campbell's texas football intern for catching up with rodney mclean and joe hubert from mesquite Um, Thank you guys for hanging in with us. I know it was a little bit different of a show, but uh, that'll do it for us. You already heard Tepper ask Vince Young to come get his Player of the Year trophy, so we don't need to do that again, but we will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.